Hello and welcome to Leadership Reflections, a collection of leadership podcasts by me, Barry Doyle. Today we're going to look at a podcast called Restoring Trust. Trust is such an important word. It lies at the very heart of great relationships inside and outside work. And actually, I think it's what makes these relationships flourish. Conversely, where trust is low or non-existent, relationships fracture. So can you rebuild trust? I think you can, but in many circumstances this is possible, but very difficult. There's a lot of stuff in the news recently about the trials and tribulations of the Met Police. The scandalous issues being unearthed, just like the tip of the iceberg. There's no doubt the Met has lost the trust of the public. It serves as easy to see why. That's, that's a real issue because our whole policing system is, bent, is based on the consent of the people, of which trust is an essential element. Mark Rowley, the Chief Constable or the Commissioner of the Met, has been under intense pressure. He's promised to rebuild trust, but that's an almighty job that lies ahead of him. So if that challenge is at the top end, there are many other examples where there's a need for leaders to rebuild trust. Let's, let's think through some examples. So say you'd taken over as manager of a team where trust had been shattered under the previous manager. So it wasn't you, but you've arrived new to the job, uh, new to the role of leading that team, and uh, frankly there's enormous suspicion because of what happened before. Or maybe at work a customer has been let down by poor service that has lost um, trust in the, in the, in the organisation. Maybe at work, a confidentiality has been broken, which is, uh, um, of course, a real issue between people. Outside work, it, it could be as serious as a breakdown in a relationship with a partner, where trust has been fractured by something happening. It could be a falling out with a friend. There's so many examples. And what I want to look at is um, the, how you could possibly rebuild trust. And that, um, I'll look at, we'll pick up one of those examples, but I think the principles for rebuilding trust are the same in all circumstances. And there is one essential requirement. That's, there has to be a genuine desire and commitment to wanting to rebuild trust. It can't be faked. You have to mean it. People will quickly spot it. And we also need to understand it takes time and consistency of behaviours and actions. We'll look together at ten behaviours and actions that, consistently applied, could begin to rebuild trust. We'll look at them in the context of just one example, which is that you've taken over this new team. A trust has been shattered under a previous manager. At the end, I'll um, suggest to you that, uh, see if you agree that, however, that the principles we look at could be applied in many different situations, like the examples before or many others. So, how do you rebuild trust? Ten actions. Ten behaviours actions. I think the first one is that you need to be open, vulnerable, show your vulnerability, and admit past mistakes. I don't think you can hide from the issues. So in the example we're looking at, I think the new person coming in has to acknowledge publicly with the team that they understand that trust has been broken. They understand why it's, why it's happened, what's going on. 
and they and they don't hide from the issues. I also think the second one is that you have to be clear with the team and work through them on why trust is fractured. Why is this trust fractured? What's happened? What exactly were the issues? So you're admitting uh, past mistakes being made, you're not hiding from the issues, but you're seeking to understand them, to really understand why trust is fractured. Then I, th then I think you have to be absolutely consistent and brilliant at role modelling. You must demonstrate trust yourself. You must demonstrate trust in the team. And if you're role modelling, it's also crucial. To, it means we do what we say. We walk the walk. So you, this new team will be watching you very carefully. They don't trust at the moment because what's happened before. So you've got to demonstrate consistently that you can be trusted and you are trustworthy. This is not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. Fourthly, I think it requires open communication. It requires talking to people, engaging with them, not brushing things under the carpet. Real open communication. And, and fifthly, um, that's achieved through listening. And when we listen, we need to make sure we're not there just to run things to our own experiences. But we're really trying to understand how people are feeling, why they're feeling like it, and, what, and work out what needs to be done about it. And at first, people will be reluctant to open up. Things have been fractured, uh, trust is low, so they're going to be very reticent about opening up to start with. But it, we come back to this consistency. If we're consistent, and if we're willing to uh, empathically listen, to listen for understanding, not simply to put things to our own experiences, and we can listen without interrupting, over time people begin to appreciate that and see that um, we, we are serious about it. To that point, I think the next one is visibility. I think as a leader, as a new leader of the team, you need to be visible. You need to be with your team as much as you can. So they can see you and see how you're acting and see how you're behaving. Trust is not going to rebuild if we lock ourselves away. So as visible as possible. And as I said before, next one, consistent. It's all about consistency of actions. They're looking for you to slip up. They're looking for a reason not to trust you. It takes a lot of effort, but it's about real consistency of actions. Then seeking feedback, I think is number eight. Seeking feedback. Really working with people to ask them to find out how they're feeling. Yes, you said you might have taken feedback initially on what happened, but now it's about regularly taking the temperature. How are things going? How are you doing? One-to-ones, team meetings. You re-expressing uh, re your commitment to to restore trust but only doing it through long-term careful application of some of these principles so seeking feedback from people on how you're going and it won't come out at first it'll be slow to come out but over time I think that feedback will begin to come through the penultimate one I've got is um, try and get some team activities going again they're not going to want to do this initially but if you can get them away from the office for the day something social Champion bowling is brilliant. Just something that gets um, slowly people beginning to believe that uh, you are serious about this and uh, you want to build, rebuild team morale and trust and sociability. And the final one is just so often it's going to take time. It's about being patient, it's about understanding that things don't happen overnight. So that, that's the ten, and um, I do think they can be applied anywhere. Now I think they're equally applicable with the Met. 
uh, with a uh, fractured relationship with a partner or with this work example from work. Um, they, you'll apply them in different ways and that is a huge um, responsibility the Mets have to possibly try to rebuild trust. But the principles are actually the same even though it might be a might bigger challenge and uh, might take a lot more time. With a partner, if you've been the one who's broken the trust, you know as well as I do that it's going to take a lot of time to rebuild. I do think these um, principles work. Uh, it's being patient and realising, however, that it will take time. And I think you can apply that in any work situation as well. So we talked earlier about a customer being let down. Again, back through that list. Being willing to be open and vulnerable and not hide from the issues. Be clear that you understand why trust is fractured. Demonstrate trust time and time again. Communicate with them and listen to the customer. Go and see them, be visible, be consistent. Seek feedback from them making progress. Involve them in, in some kind of activities and be patient. And I think if we were to apply all of these principles over time, yes, you can restore trust. That's been a podcast from my uh, Leadership Reflections collection. And I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.